There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay. Tori and Dean spelling The Adventures of Bradley and Donna, mm. my talk. 1071, Dean McDermott and Tori Spelling, on again, off again, or are they? We've been following their story. Are they just shopping a reality show? Are they really breaking up? Well, you have some more information about some dark times. Yeah, I just wanted you to know that she's busy sharing cryptic messages about the darkest times on her Instagram, Dawn. This was brought to our attention by Page Six. You know, we've been on this journey with these two. Tori and Dean, are they together? Aren't they together? Are they rumored to be divorced? Are they they not to rumor to be I don't know but they want us to think about it why do I know that because nobody really asked but they kept doing all these hinty things mm-hmm. right remember he was like there's a big hint where he said we're divorcing <laughs> look but even that was a lie right because well, we don't know well that's true because he posted it and then unposted it and there are all these like insinuations about there being drama in paradise. Mm. But yet, like she did her whole like uh, paparazzi stroll once with her legal pad that said like call lawyer and she had her hair all done up and she looked real business It was like, oh, get, she's a busy business person. Get eggs, uh-huh. call lawyer about Dean, <laughs> pick up the kids from school. So all of this has been very like vague. And it's like, well, why, why can't they just come out and tell us? Right? Because then we would just know and then move on. Exactly. So most recently, she did some things on Instagram and page six reprinted them. (laughs) And it's a journey, man. She highlighted things that, quote, make her happy. And, you know, she talks about her kids and that's wonderful. But then she dropped in this like and I think she also posted something about her mom. And, you know, like, again, things people do. Um, But then she also midway through these uploads wrote that she finds comfort in quote knowing rainbows can occur even during the darkest times oh yeah so sort of vague we would call that vague booking i think right or what's the instagram equivalent i don't know anyway it's the same thing where you're sort of like oh sometimes it's good to know you've got really good people in your life when you need them and you're just like, I think there's more of a story there and uh-huh. you just don't want to share it to us. But anyway, halfway through that, she then goes from talking about rainbows and dark times to sharing her favorite food items, which include oh. tangy ketchup Doritos and pickles. <laughs> and she's also been oh, hanging out with Jenny Garth. You mean pickled cukes? Yeah, pickled cukes, <laughs> otherwise known as pickles. Yep. Yeah, listen to the second hour and you'll hear me 
say something stupid when we're talking about burgers. You didn't say anything stupid. Pickled cucumbers are cucumbers. Yeah. Or pickles. That's fine. Yeah. So I also like those tangy ketchup Are you getting divorced? I'm not because I'm not married, but Are you going through a dark time? Not at all. I'm going through a real bright time. What I will tell you that TMZ caught up with her. Have you seen the video of this? Um, I have not. Okay, so I want you to do me a flavor, and mm-hmm. I'm going to post this link. And I uh, listen to the audio, but there's really nothing. Literally, the paparazzo is just following her outside the Target mm-hmm. as she's strolling her cart. And he's trying really hard, and she's not buying. But it's also like, I honestly think they didn't. I don't think it was an intentional catch. Like, or I should say, I don't think she intentionally set this one up Are because she looks like she was caught off guard and she's not saying anything. Okay. But she keeps like looking behind her, like trying to avoid the camera. Oh, because she isn't looking her best. I, well, I don't know. She keeps pulling up her purse and boy, those glasses sure are. Pick me. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> well, they are, I mean, that's those sunglasses are like a themed Disney world type pair of sunglasses that have really she's looking through her purse what is she looking for some ideas okay some ideas <laughs> she's got some keys oh uh no God. anyway um again i don't understand why you are having tabloids talk about your relationship 24 7 and yet when they actually catch up with you you have nothing to say well you I know mean, you could even say like we're going through a difficult time as a family right now and uh i think she's just acting I mean, it's such a clear, like, I'm literally waiting outside of Target where the where the red balls are. Like, that's how close the paparazzi are. Either yeah. someone called and said she's in Target. So she's like, look, I'm going to be outside Target. I'm going to pretend that I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But I think you gonna... need to just hound me. Yep. Just hound me, Bob. And TMC said, okay, it's a slow day. Because we'll don't you think there. she has, like, you know, Bob on a speed dial? Bob. Hey, Bob. The paparazzo oh, okay. named Bob. Yeah. You know you know Bob. We've had yeah. him on the show before. Okay. And then he'll hang outside the Target or the Coles. Gosh, what a job. I also just love the idea that you could be strolling through Target. Mm-hmm. And Tori Spelling could be in there doing her shopping. I mean, that's what it is to live Do in you LA. say hi? No. Why? I don't ever bother celebrities. I would. I don't. It's too embarrassing. I don't want to make... Spelling. I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. You can't say hi? That's no, uncomfortable? No, I don't like it. No. No. Oh. I would. I don't. I'd be like, hey. Just, I, yeah. And I would not do the thing that people do where they're like, I know who you are. You're that one lady. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. But I would totally say hi. I love your work. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of Colleen again, wouldn't she just, she gets nervous and she points at people and goes, you're Dean McDermott, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. She absolutely does. I love it. It's absolutely love true. It. So, Mike, have you ever said hello to a celebrity? Um, yeah, I mean, just, but I would do it just in the, like you said, enjoy your work. Thanks yeah. for doing what you do. Yeah. Give him a or you just give him a winky winky. Like, there you go. I know you. Mm-hmm. You don't know me. <laughs> I know you. And they're like, get away from <laughs> you me. You come up behind him real slow and go, mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. You tap on their shoulder yeah. and then you get slapped in the face. Okay, Brittany. Yeah. Or you slap yourself in the face. Well, I would say that she isn't looking her best, but maybe oh, she's just playing. I'm she's sorry. She's just a mom going to Target. She has like a Slipknot t-shirt on. I don't know what t-shirt that is, but I don't know what it is. It's It looks a little, it's a, she looks like. I'm a, just surprised that she is not ready for prime time. This, this paparazzo shows up and she could have something, you know, 
cookie cutter to say, just give us a little hint. What What's going on? What she should have done is start rooting through her target back and, and said, like, have you ever used this Clorox cleaner? It's so good. And try to get a ton of endorsements. Like, just keep naming products and be <laughs> like, you know what? I love, I love tangy ketchup Doritos. What are on her glasses? I don't know. Unicorns. Is that they, what those are? I don't know what they are. Um, they're, they're sunglasses and they're sort of a rose colored glass. I thought it was maybe just chewed pieces of gum that she got tired <laughs> of. <laughs> oh my God. That she just, that's what it looks like. That she just stuck like eight pieces of gum, like four on each side. Look, we're she so is drinking petty. a Diet Coke. Oh, hey now. In Diet her Coke, big gulp. pay attention. She got a big gulp in the front. Mm-hmm. Do you need, wow. Wow. I mean, some what? people do need something to get them through shopping. <laughs> I need to just get out of there as soon as possible. I don't have time to have a big old. I can't tell you the last time I've been in a Target. What? I I honestly cannot tell you the last time I've been in a Target. I've probably been to one today and I don't even (laughs) know. I used to go to Target every day. Yeah. Almost. What happened? I don't know. They changed. They, I think I got angry because they started not having LaCroix in stock. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And And that's a real thing. They started having everything not in stock. Um, Yes. And so I think I had to break up with them. I think it was mostly during the pandemic. We I did buy thought, my last oh, turkey well, breast different. when the world was shutting down. Uh-huh. I went to Target for one last run, and the only thing left in the cooler was a giant turkey breast. Well, how was it? It was good. I like okay. turkey breast. I make it in the Instant Pot. Should we move on? Okay. I don't know. I kind of like this. Do you? Yep. It's real easy in the Instant Pot. 45 to 60 minutes. Oh, that's a long time. Well, a turkey breast is huge, and you can do it from frozen if you want. Frozen, okay. Yeah. And then what do you do? Uh, it's just like pulled turkey. So I'll put like a um, you put water a nice salsa or something. You got to put like a cup of water so it doesn't stick to the bottom. Okay. And then a salsa or your favorite sauce, like a curry. I'll do a curry, uh-huh. and then it just um, you pull the turkey breast out after it's done, and then shred it, mm-hmm. and then it's like pulled turkey. It's real okay. good. Make sandwiches, or you can put it on rice. I like to make it with sweet potatoes. It's real good. Okay. When we come back, should we talk more about that strike in Hollywood? Yes. Okay, we'll do that right here on my Talk 107.1. The Adventures of Barbie and Dawn. Oh, I'm sorry. Bradley and Dawn on my Talk 107.1. What did you say? The Adventures of Barbie and Dawn. (laughs) Barbie. You're going to be Barbie. You're going to be Barbie. You're going to be Barbie. Okay. You're going to be Ken. And we're going to do trivia on Friday. Does, Are do we people know people? that? I don't know that we're supposed to say that. <laughs> you didn't hear this. <laughs> Are we not? Okay, anyway, let's what are we talking about? Tom Cruise. Oh, my God. Well, there goes that. Okay. Hey, um, strikies. Yeah. So, you know, we're on strike day. What are we on? Three, mm-hmm. I think. Day strike, SAG AFTRA. And I just wanted you to know that Tom Cruise is here to save the day. In fact, Tom Cruise, you he occupies a unique space in Hollywood. Would you not argue? Oh, yeah. He is at the pinnacle of actordom, right? right? And in terms of his outsized influence on the industry, he has a perceived outsized influence, arguably actual influence. I don't know because I'm not in Hollywood. But to that end, Tom Cruise, according to a story in The Hollywood Reporter, uh, is has lobbied studios on behalf of SAG-AFTRA, but also he has been giving advice to SAG-AFTRA about some things they should and should not do during the strike. And I thought, 
the only Tom Cruise can sort of occupy the space where it's kind of a middle space. Like he's not, I mean, he's an actor, right? I'm sure he's a member of SAG-AFTRA, so he is has a vested interest as a member of the union. Mm-hmm. But he also has a connection with some of the leadership at the studios, right? Absolutely. That probably very few actors do. So you'd think he might have some pull here. And it turns out he actually lobbied the heads of the studios to take some of the guild's recommendations or uh, demands seriously, especially when it comes to stunt people, which I didn't know oh. about. I read a whole thing about uh, what stunt people are looking for. And also he did talk a lot about AI. He he basically said to studios, look, you have to take this AI stuff seriously. Actors are not, this is not, this is not unrealistic for them to be concerned about. And for the listener, the AI stuff, when it, in terms of actors, right, has to do with, they're potentially facing a situation where they would sign a contract mm-hmm. saying that a studio could use their likeness or image And from that point on, they would have no control over how that likeness or image is used, Mm -hmm. meaning that they could do a job, get paid, and then five years down the road, the studio could bring that character back, let's say, Mm -hmm. or make that character do or say things that they would never as actors do or say. Oh, that is a really good point. I never thought of that part. Right? So, like, you could have a character say, you know, like, oh, you're going to play the Nazi bad guy and you're going to say all these horrible things. I don't know. I'm just, like, pulling something out of the hat that could be reprehensible, right? Um, And you could say, actually, I'm opposed to, to, I would never take that role or I Mm -hmm. would never want my you know, I would never want to say those things, mm-hmm. you know, or, or maybe like a racist character or something, right? Sure. You could see where that could present problems or it could just be like, uh, I never said those things. And now you have video of me saying them. That's, sure. I, I don't want that. So that's kind of like the AI argument that a lot of actors are making in SAG-AFTRA is saying we need control and consent over our likeness. Uh, use and so he was taking that directly to the studios. Like, look, these are serious. This is real. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, there was a whole thing about stunt people because he obviously is Mr. Stuntman, right? Yeah, he is. But he's standing up for them because he knows how difficult and dangerous their jobs are. So it's really great that he is sticking up for them. Maybe, um, you know, he he's kind of his own universe. Tom Cruise. When I think of Tom Cruise making a movie he is in the he has he's basically like his own studio it's like he has ultimate control over everything so uh you know but people that are working for him they are in the union and need to be treated fairly so so in addition to lobbying the studio heads directly like i said he's occupying this unique space wherein he's also then turning to Sag after and saying, okay, you guys, I know that the strike is serious and we shouldn't be doing any work and like all that's important. Actually, I don't know if he said any of those things, but Mm -hmm. he is uh, reported to have lobbied uh, on behalf of the stuff I already mentioned, but then turned to Sag after and said, "Um, you guys should probably consider allowing actors to promote films during the strike, which is something they're not allowed to do right now Hmm. you want to know why yeah so that's kind of mm, that's interesting well and he argued that look uh the state of theaters right now is such that if we're not out promoting films it's going to damage the industry and by default that's going to damage the opportunities for actors so if we 
yes, we need to make a point and we need to do all these other things. But at the end of the day, you don't want to damage the industry. You know, I, I, it almost made me think of like, I know you're going to find this interesting, the baseball strike, you know, that remember that strike, the player mm-hmm. wasn't it a player's strike. Yep. And that really changed, uh, the industry or industry, the sport, right? Like it changed the way people watched or how many people watch it really damaged, um, viewership, right. I think. And yeah. so I think that was the argument he was making directly to SAG after like, Hey, let actors promote these films. Cause they, Mm, we we need, need to movies. keep that going after the pandemic or, you know, there are still people that don't feel comfortable going to the movie theaters yeah. and we're just trying to recover. Well, he has been a huge booster for theaters during that whole oh, Top experience. Gun. I mean, that was like, that was the reason why people came out to the theater. That was like an incredible thing. And, you know, I'm sure he feels responsible for getting people back in theaters. He should, because it made so much money and it was so good to get people out. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of like he's undermining them in a way, saying, like, well, you should let them promote films, but at the same time going to, you know, sticking up for them, saying, like, we need to help. The I think he just thinks he's above it all. And so he has a unique position to say, like, you guys, I can tell you this is, you know, I think Tom Cruise just thinks he hovers above the industry. Yeah. And so he doesn't have... He's got like a we foot still in need both. to promote movies, and he is almost always now. I mean, he's always an executive producer. So from that standpoint, he's always making money in a different, higher level way than. Other but I would argue, actors. like, if you're a working actor, like, I mean, do you really feel like Tom Cruise has your best interest at heart? I don't know. I mean, I feel like he again, like, yes, he occupies a really unique space. Mm-hmm. But that's because of his privilege and influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so not a lot of people have that. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, we should see him out on the picket line. I heard somebody suggest that he should drop in like by parachute, <laughs> yes. Top Gun, you know, style, like have a F-15 flyover and he pew. Yeah. And then he's got a picket sign. and That's cute. Yeah. All right. When we come back from Top Gun to the latest on Carly Russell right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment. Uh, yesterday, we talked about three true crime cases that really had gripped um, the nation, one of them being Carly Russell's case. This was a nursing student in Alabama last Thursday who went missing after uh, she pulled over on the side of the road, allegedly, after seeing a toddler, uh, a boy in a diaper walking across the side of the interstate, uh, then she made some phone calls to, I think, her brother's girlfriend at the time saying, I've, you know, in a 911 call saying there's there's a child on the side of the road. And then they lost contact with her. She was her, you know, her cell phone was dropped. Um, her purse, her Apple Watch was left in her car. Her car was running. And then they could not find her. And then there was a two-day search. Well, Crime Stoppers had... Uh, there was there were donations that were made on behalf of Carly Russell to find her, and it totaled sixty a little bit over sixty three thousand dollars. Well, on Monday morning, Crime Stoppers said that they were going to because it was an investigation that was ongoing. They were going to refund the money to people who had donated, but then they changed their tune as we found out today um, in the Monday afternoon. So there's a lot of confusion on what's going on in this case. We don't know all the facts, and they're still investigating it. So 
you actually found a story where they're not refunding the money. Yeah, so like you said, on Monday they said they were going to refund the $63,000, but then by the afternoon they were like, yeah, no, that's not happening. They said, quote, this investigation is still ongoing. Excuse me. My mouth is so dry today, so on. I'm sorry. This investigation is still ongoing, and accordingly there is no basis to refund any contributions. Because I think there has been, well... I don't think I know there has been a lot of confusion or a lot of unanswered questions about this. And I think initially people were saying, um, you know, I made this donation thinking something happened and maybe Mm -hmm. that didn't happen. But because the investigation is still ongoing and I will tell you, there are people who think they know things about what's going on. Mm. I would encourage you to watch. Anyway, to tie up this story, they were like, no, we this is an ongoing investigation until we know more. We're not doing anything. So stand by. Um, but I watched the interview with her parents. I think it was GMA oh, right. yeah. um, this morning and, or to the, today it was on the today show. They are still using the word abduction. Right. So I don't know where we're at. The investigators, every bit of news that I've watched said that investigators are being very tight lipped. Mm-hmm. The family has been told they should not be saying anything until the investigation is concluded. And so therefore, but they did read a statement, I think, from Carly herself that used the word abduction or abductor. So that there's still a lot of unanswered questions and mm-hmm. we don't know. And I think everybody sort of has opinions. Um, but, the, you know. To the extent that we don't know anything, those are uninformed opinions. Right. Her boyfriend posted something on Instagram saying, please respect our privacy. Carly, my girlfriend, had been kidnapped and she was fighting for her life for two days. And, um, you know, basically don't contact us about this because she's traumatized and, you know, the police are investigating. Yeah, well, and apparently even the parents, the mom was just talked about just the horrible, hateful things that people have been sending them. She didn't realize truly how horrible people were. And I was like, we'll get on the internet, sadly. But, (laughs) you know, you don't, the family that's obviously going through a very difficult time, I'm sure, A, they're just grateful that their daughter is home. But like, even the mother said when, when they couldn't hug her when she, you know, because she arrived at their doorstep. Mm Mm-hmm. On whatever morning that was, was that Sunday? Saturday morning. So Saturday she had been morning. gone from Thursday to this Saturday. Like over forty-eight hours, right? Mm-hmm. Over forty-eight hours, been gone. She shows up on their front steps. They couldn't hug her because apparently she was not in a shape to, and not in a in physical shape to be hugged. I don't know what that oh, meant. Wow! But the way she described it, that they had to let the police take her to, or medical professionals mm-hmm. take her to be evaluated. Um. There is so much that we want to know that we Mm -hmm. just can't know right now because investigators aren't sharing. But that doesn't keep the Internet from wanting to talk about it. It's true. And it looks like from this article, but once again, this was written yesterday afternoon. The police statement made no mention of a possible abduction and detectives were gathering and evaluating evidence. They also mentioned that they did not get any phone calls from anybody else who saw a toddler on the side of the road. Yeah, her report was the only one that mentioned a child, so it doesn't appear that they're looking for a child. That's the thing that is the most concerning to me. I w- I am I'm so glad that she is back and safe with her family, but we're still thinking about where is this kid? Where is this child? Was the child used as like bait 
to lure her or somebody that would stop. And the idea was, I we're going to rob people. And so we're going to, I mean, that's horrific that they would use a child to do that, you know? And, and, and that's the thought here because people, we don't know what happened. Uh, and then, you know, just in my own mind, not being nasty or negative at all, but I wonder, you know, how, how she got free and why, or was it just like they dropped whoever kidnapped her, dropped her off at her doorstep? Yeah, I don't I'm just know. like wondering. I mean, again, we there's because we don't know anything. It's easy to sort of you know run fill through in the scenes blanks. in your head. Yeah. Exactly. Like, why wouldn't she just run into the nearest Walgreens? <clears throat> but we also or something? because we don't know. Then it seems obvious that like X Y Z should be the case mm-hmm. because. But again, that's assuming that that. We don't literally the police have said that they can track her up to the point that she disappeared Mm. and anything after that. They have not been able to ver at least publicly admitting that Mm -hmm. they have been able to verify. Right. So like all we literally know is everything up to and including that phone call that went dead, which to me is still the most bizarre point. Like it truly reads like a novel. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you know. She calls on the phone to say, I just stopped on the side of the road. The police should be here in, uh, you know, a few minutes. Right. She thought the police were on their way. Uh-huh. So it is interesting. You'd think like if there was some nefarious plot to sort of like disappear or something, mm-hmm. why would she call 911? Right. That would be a little bit too. Because the police are now on their they're way. On their way. So, um, it, it's just what was there something about a hotel? Also, there were reports that she was at a hotel and that the police were dispatched that hotel. But then she showed up on her parents' doorstep. Parents' doorstep. Yeah. So that is that is what we know for sure. Okay. Wow. It is awful. I know that um, they mentioned also in this, you know, as far as donations go, there is a fund that is there was a tragic event that happened involving a young girl um the they did find there was a young girl abduct, abducted and murdered a three-year-old girl oh no um and her it was the cupcake mckinney case her this little girl's nickname was cupcake and those horrible human beings have been sentenced to um life without parole but in that case that happened earlier this year in the same in in alabama a fund was started for this little girl to find this little girl. And people were just rolling up to the police station and just with a shoebox full of change that they had saying, please help find her. And so that fund was started on her behalf. And so the money that was gathered from that case, it just rolled into that fund. And so depending on what happens with this money to find her, there's just specific things like child abductions that they're treating this like, you know, people are speculating, you know, this money could go into that fund to help with if the money, people don't want their money back, whatever happens with this, the donations could go into this fund. okay. So you're saying that people who made contributions toward this Carly Russell case, instead of refunding them, they might go to this missing child case? This missing child fund even though that case was solved, okay, there's still thirty four thousand dollars in that fund yeah. that was raised. I think just on be careful behalf. about who you give money to. Mm, yeah, right. If you don't know the resolution, well, they were going to the. It's from the police, the police station. Like people were just rolling up to the police station and giving money 
and saying, please yeah, help. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like if you are just on the Internet and you're just you think be careful of go, go fund me's or, you know, or any kind of kind of a fund that's being raised for if you don't know where the money is going for sure. Well, no doubt we're going to find out more, um, but we don't know how long it's going to take. Again, the parents are on television using the word abductor. So there does, I mean, I don't I don't know where we're going, if not to find out that uh, this is going to be a roller coaster for sure. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah. certainly share it with you. Um, Mike, can I check in really quickly with yeah, what's you? Up? Have you gotten any word on Britney? Yet? I haven't been hitting refresh. We've been waiting for three hours, uh, Britney Spears. Britney, release the song. Release the song! We, we really want levity. We want to end our show on a happy note. But here's the thing. If not Britney's song, I think there's a song we can sing in the next few minutes. In fact, I think Mike's going to help us sing a song, maybe, uh, in the form of a game show. That's right. He's going to spin the wheel. We'll find out where that game show, or where that... You know what I mean. We play game show roulette every day here on My Talk 107.1. We'll be right back.